Welcome to Reclaim Your Life with Kate, the podcast where we dive deep into the roller coaster world of motherhood and tackle the universal struggles that every mom faces. I'm your host, Kate O'Rourke. I'm a certified life coach, school psychologist, and a single mom to two boys, and I'm so happy you're here. Whether you're mama, mommy, mom, or bruh, I'm here to help you ditch the shoulds and guilt to find presence and joy, because being a mom doesn't have to feel this hard. From the messy house to the missed soccer game, from the forgotten science project to the self-care you desperately need but often neglect, we will unpack it all while filling up your toolbox with practical strategies to manage your stress and overwhelm, reclaim your confidence, and enjoy your life. So hit the follow button, press play, and let's navigate the twists and turns of motherhood together so we can be stronger, wiser, more present, and guilt-free. Let's go. You're listening to episode number 63, the one where we learn how to stop outsourcing. Hey, how are you? I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I am struggling a little bit with my voice, so if I sound a little raspy or have to clear my throat, I'm so sorry. I feel like I should be like Phoebe on Friends and sing Sticky Shoes to you. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We've just been fighting something all week, so... Um, it, sound, it sounds worse than it, than I feel, but anyway, we are going to talk this week about outsourcing. Okay. So a lot of us do this. Um, we outsource many different things in our life and this episode is going to talk about, you know, three ways that we outsource that really are probably, uh, impacting us and not in a good way. Um, three things that we are outsourcing, uh, when we really want to be in sourcing. Okay, so we're going to talk about how that shows up for us, and then at the end, I'll share how we can start to insource. How do we um, change from more outsourcing to insourcing? Okay, so when you think of outsourcing, and maybe you don't even really know um, what that term is, if it's not maybe used in the work that you do, or, you know, it's not necessarily a word that we um, use a lot, but what outsourcing is, is it's um, giving something to someone else outside of you to do, right? So, Uh, let's say that you own a business and you print products and you outsource to a company that prints them for you. And then you do the other selling, you know, marketing for that product, right? But the outsourcing is to the company that uh, prints the products for you, right? Or let's say that you have someone that comes in and is able to clean your house for you or run some errands for you or, you know, childcare is outsourcing, right? If we have to go to work during the day, we put our kids uh, in daycare or have somebody come to watch them at the house, our childcare is outsourced. We're giving that um, to someone else outside of us to take care of that thing that needs done, right? Or grocery pickup or delivery, <laughs> that's outsourcing, right? It's grocery shopping, uh, outsourcing grocery shopping so that you aren't the one that's doing it. And this is, these are great things, right? This is, this is um, wonderful. It, it frees up your time and your energy. Um, so outsourcing can be a great thing. Um, but outsourcing is giving power decision-making to someone outside of us, right? So uh, if a person is able to come in and help you clean your home, they choose how they clean and what uh, order they go in of the rooms, right? Uh, If you do grocery pickup, someone is choosing your bananas for you, right? You're having someone, you know, watching your little ones while you're at work. Um, They're choosing what activities they do, when nap time is, right? All of those things. So 
you're kind of giving that decision making and that power a little bit um, to something and someone outside of you. What's the what the problem is, right, is that we also tend to outsource our worth, our self-worth, our validation, our thoughts, our feelings, and just our overall identity. We tend to outsource these things to other people. So let's talk about how that shows up for us, right? So worth and validation. We may outsource, right? We may give that power to someone outside of us through thinking that we're only worthy or validated if we meet certain accomplishments, if we get a certain job, if we have a certain degree, right? We may outsource our worth and validation to um, the grades that our kids earn, right? Or how they are in public. Are they able to sit at a restaurant and not throw a tantrum? Uh, A lot of us that are moms uh, can tie our worth and validation to that something outside of us, right? How our kids show up. Maybe your worth and validation is tied into uh, your husband making a certain amount of money uh, or having a certain career, right? Some of us will do it. We'll, we'll give worth and or we'll outside worth, outsource worth and validation to if we are invited to the girls' night or if someone compliments us, right? So again, that is something outside of you that you're relying on to determine your worth and validation, But at the end of the day, we know that we are worthy simply because we are, simply because we were a human being that was born. We can't earn self-worth. We just have it. We just are worthy. Nothing and nobody outside of us can give that to us. That's really hard to remember and put into practice because we get a lot of messaging that tells us that our worth and validation is outside of us, right? And so what's happening is that external determination rather than internal is happening, right? We're not just knowing that we're worthy, right? We're not validating ourselves internally. We're expecting something outside of us to do it for us. We also do this with our thoughts and emotions, right? So think about a time that your kid was really upset about something or your partner had a really bad day, right? Um, Were you upset too, right? We sort of uh, let other people drive our feelings rather than taking ownership over them. So we might be upset because our kid's upset. We might be in a bad mood because our partner is in a bad mood, right? Or if my partner doesn't do something, I'm hurt and frustrated, right? So I am outsourcing my emotions and my thoughts about things to whether this person outside of me does or doesn't do something, right? Or if your best friend is offended, you're offended, right? And that's, you know, being a supportive best friend is different than kind of taking that on as your emotion too, right? Um, You can be upset for them, right? And hold space for them in that way. But if you are simply offended because they're offended by something, right? If it's just sort of automatic, that's outsourcing your thoughts and emotions, right? Um, Because do we ask ourselves, how do I truly feel? What do I really think about this situation? Am I offended by this thing that happened or this, uh, what somebody said or what somebody did, right? We really don't tend to ask ourselves those questions. We, we outsource to the people that are close to us, the people that we love, the people that we, um, you know, have in our, our close circle. And we sort of just take on their thoughts and emotions, right? We outsource it. And this leads into another way that we do this is with our identity, right? Which is our identity is who we are. It's how we show up in the world. 
And a lot of us outsource this, right? We outsource this to society. We let society tell us what size we should be, um, whether we color our hair or not, how we should dress, especially depending on how old we are, right? Uh, we let other people outside of us, society, family members, friends, social media, we let them tell us how to raise our kids, whether we nurse or bottle feed, whether we co-sleep, whether we let them cry it out, how we discipline, how we teach, right? Um, we may let the society, you know, outside of us or those of us or those in our family and our friendship circles tell us what uh, political party to be in, right? Or what political views to have or what church to be a part of, right? And I did this all growing up. Um, I really was just influenced, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of self-worth. I wasn't insourcing that, right? I was outsourcing it, so I didn't have a lot of it. And if someone else had a strong opinion, I would think, oh, well, they must, they must be right. So that's my opinion too. Or, right, I didn't question a lot of things. I just outsourced it all. Uh, and, and it wasn't until I was older that I started to insource more of that. Um, but it's really easy to continue to do that. Uh, it's really easy to just fall back in that pattern of letting things outside of us determine how we feel about ourselves, what our thoughts are, what our identity is what our emotions are, whether we're worthy or not, right? It's a really strong pattern that a lot of us have. And it's not something that we're going to change overnight, but we can change it. We can move and shift and move the needle to more of insourcing, okay? So how do we do that? So insourcing would be getting all of these things uh, internally, right? So uh, worth and validation comes from inside of us. <clears throat> our thoughts and emotions are our own. We ask truly, what do I think about this? How do I feel about this, right? Um, and our identity really wants to, you know, needs to be something that's coming from inside of us, internal, insourcing, right? So how do we do it? We get curious, right? I know it's literally everything I, I tell you in every single episode is that we get curious, but it's true. Um, we get curious. We start to ask ourselves, um, how do I feel about that, right? And I'm talking small, okay? Um, let's say that you guys all go out for ice cream and you just get the same thing that you've always gotten because that's just the easiest and, you know, um, you don't always finish it or you know that your kids are going to want to eat a bite of it. And if you get something that they don't like, then they may get upset. And you just get ice cream without even asking yourself what you really want, okay? So that's how we can start small. Next time you go out for ice cream, ask yourself, what do I really want today? What flavor do I really want to get? And then get that, right? Really start to ask yourself, what do I truly want, okay? And I know ice cream is not the end-all be-all, right? It's not a huge life decision. But that's how you can start practicing in sourcing is really checking in, what do I want, right? And you can do this in other ways, asking yourself, how do I really feel about this thing that happened? What do I really think, okay, about a political situation or just something that's going on at work or something in your family? What are my thoughts, right? Just really checking in and asking yourself. I don't think we do that. I know I did it. Um, so again, it's starting small. It's practicing. It's getting into the habit of insourcing more things. And that's going to allow you to apply that to bigger situations in your life, okay? Another way to do this is to really ask yourself uh, what um, your role is, right? Or what things mean to you. So for instance, society tells us to be a certain size, to wear certain clothes, to wear certain makeup, color our hair, um, you know, 
how we shape our eyebrows, right? Like literally everything is out, out there outsourced for us to tell us how to be. And I want you to ask yourself, what does being healthy mean to you, right? Because if I go by society, it probably means that healthy is being a size two, uh, eating 1,200 calories a day or less, right? Um, that was how, uh, you know, for a long period of time, I defined healthy, okay? And I did all of those things. I met all of those milestones, those markers, right? And I wasn't happy in a lot of ways. I was even more miserable. So that wasn't it, right? I outsourced all of those uh, definitions of healthy uh, and, you know, internalized them and met them and nothing had changed for me. In fact, I think I felt worse and my, my mood and my self-esteem actually ended up being worse. So I had to redefine what healthy meant to me. And healthy for me means moving my body in some way that feels good almost daily, right? Whether that's including stretching or just walking the dog, but moving my body in some way. Healthy to me means trying to eat very, you know, little processed food, trying to eat more whole foods, trying to add more fiber, more protein to my day. But it's not this, you know, outsourced um, meal plan where I'm weighing my food every day. And if you're doing that and that works for you and you truly feel healthy and feel great, that's awesome. I want you to do that, right? Because if you come from a place of insourcing and that meets your definition of healthy and what makes you feel good, thousand percent continue to do that. I'm just saying for me, I really had to redefine what healthy meant for me. Another way we can ask ourselves this is what does it mean to be a good mom, right? A lot of us are told that a good mom uh, is always there for everything, is selfless, puts everyone's needs before her own, right? Manages the whole mental load at the house. Um, is the one that always has, always has snacks in her purse, always has a drink ready if they need it, right? And I really had to redefine what a good mom meant for me. And a good mom for me meant that I connect with my kids daily. Uh, and there are many ways, different ways to do that. It meant that I repair with them if I feel like I've messed up or I've not shown up for them in the way that I want to, I repair with them, I apologize, right? Um, being a good mom for me means that they know that I am a safe person to come to with anything, and that I'm never going to judge them, right? But I really had to redefine what a good mom was for me, okay? And you need to do that too. So it's starting to ask yourself, what are my values? Um, what does being a good partner mean to me? right? Um, finding all those things, out. and it's not going to be overnight, right? It's, but you can start to have those conversations with yourself, those check-ins where you're asking, you know, what, what are my values here? What does this thing really mean to me? That's how you can begin to start insourcing instead of outsourcing your worth, your validation, your thoughts and emotions, and your overall identity, who you are and how you show up in the world. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. Uh, as always, share with me what comes up for you with this. Do you find yourself outsourcing a lot, right? Was that hard to hear maybe? Um, I know it sometimes can be uh, difficult to recognize that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of doing this thing uh, and I'm going to, you know, I really want to change up my pattern. So let me know how it landed for you or how, uh, you know, I can support you in starting to ask yourself these questions and do more self-check-ins and begin insourcing more. I would love to hear from you. Okay. So I hope you're having a good day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>
Understanding the root causes of your guilt is the first step toward letting go of it. I've created a quiz with just 10 simple questions. The results of the quiz let you know your unique flavor of mom guilt, and you'll get a simple but powerful tool from me to stop the mom guilt in its tracks. Just click the link in the show notes to get your quiz results, an amazing tool that you can begin using immediately to finally ditch the shoulds and let go of the guilt.